Welcome to Star Wars and TN. Now hit the intro. What will you have? You are now tuned in to a Star Wars show, so just sit back and ready to flow. Clear your mind of what you know, and let the force be the course of where we go. As we take this journey far, far away, now let's hear what Darth Vader has to say. We would be honored if you would join us. What's going down far, far away, family? How's everyone doing on this Monday? Yeah, we're already back to another Monday. I don't know how the weeks be passing so fast. It seemed like you wake up in this Monday, go back to sleep and wake up in this Monday again. Like, no, not again. But I hope everything is going great on your side of the galaxy. Nothing new to report out here on the Outer Rim. Oh, we do gotta talk about the release date for the Kenobi series. The official release is going to be on Wednesday, May 25th, 2022 which is kind of cool if you know your history, because that is also the 45th anniversary of the release of the original movie, the original New Hope. So we are getting a double whammy, celebrating the anniversary and a new TV show all at the same time. Plus that's not all we're getting this year. We are getting the Bad Bad season two, which I'm super excited to watch. Then we have the Andor series, which honestly I'm not that interested in, but of course I will watch it. Come on, it's Star Wars, I'm gonna watch it. Then we have season three of Mandalorian. Now that is something that I'm super duper excited about watching, especially after what happened in the last episode of the book of Boba Fett. Grogu picked the Mandalorian over being a Jedi. So we have a bunch of new Star Wars coming out this year, and I can't wait for all that to happen. There was some movie stuff that was announced, but I don't wanna focus on that. I wanna focus on the things that are coming up in the foreseeable future. And we have a lot of Star Wars coming this year. Okay, okay, I know we got a story to get to, but I'm super excited, what do you expect? Okay, let's get to the story. The Jedi had news that the rebels may have uncovered a cache of ancient talismans, objects imbued with the power of the dark side. The Syrian was sent to investigate these claims and, if true, bring the talismans back to the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, where they could do no harm. Lucia could see the logic behind the King's decision to grant the Jedi leave for their mission on Dawn. The last thing the nobility wanted was for their enemies to gain possession of potentially devastating weapons. If the reports were true, the best way to nullify the threat would be to have the Jedi deal with it. Unfortunately, the death of the Syrian was not part of the plan. You think the Jedi will blame you for Med's death? The princess noted, her sharp mind putting all the pieces together. You knew he was making contact with the rebels. It will look like you hired the assassin to follow him to their hideout. The king gave a solemn nod. Gelba's death has dealt a great blow to our enemy, but others will surely rise to take their place. Terrorists breed like insects, and our war with them is far from over. So far, the Senate has not interfered in our efforts to cleanse our world of these criminals. But if they believe I use the Jedi to further my personal desire for vengeance, they will not sit idly by. The king rose from his throne, standing up to his full height. He towered over Sarah, where she stood on the steps below the dais. But this assassin was not acting on my orders, he pronounced in a voice that echoed off the throne room walls. This was done without my knowledge or consent. A clear violation of Doan law that may cost us everything. Is that why you brought me here, sire? Sarah asked, refusing to be cowed by his anger. To accuse me of betraying you? 
Now, I think this would be a perfect time to get to our sponsor for today's episode. Have you had any type of ailment lately that has caused you some discomfort? Then you need to try some Tauntaun Tonic. It is guaranteed to get rid of anything you might have come down with, from muscle aches to fever. It will cure it all. Just ask your doctor to prescribe you the best medicine in the whole galaxy. Tauntaun Tonic may cause uncontrollable diarrhea, blindness, hibernation, sickness, and most likely death. Use at your own risk. There was a long silence as they stared at each other before the king spoke again. When my son first declared his intention to marry you, I opposed the union. He replied. He was speaking casually now, almost as if they were chatting over a meal. But Lucia could see his eyes were fixed on the princess, studying her intently. Yes, sire, Sarah answered, giving away no hint of emotion. He told me as much. You have secrets, the king continued. All my efforts to learn about your parents or your family turned up nothing. Your past is well hidden. My past is of no consequence, sire. Your son accepted that. I have watched you these past three years, the king admitted. I could see that you loved my son. I could see you were devastated by his death. Sarah didn't say anything, but Lucia could see moist tears beginning to form in her eyes as she thought back on memories of her husband. Over the years, I have come to appreciate those qualities my son saw in you. Your strength, your intelligence, your loyalty to our house. But now my son is dead, and I cannot help but wonder where your true loyalties lie. I swore an oath to serve the crown when I married Garen, Sarah told him, her voice firm, despite the tears in her eyes. Even though he's gone, I would not dishonor his memory by abandoning my duties. I believe you. The king said after several seconds, his voice suddenly weary. Though this brings me no closer to finding out who was behind the attack. Silently, Lucia let out the breath she hadn't been aware she was holding. The king sat back down on his throne, his expression troubled by doubt and lingering grief over his son. Sarah stepped forward and knelt by her father-in-law, close enough to put a comforting hand on his arm, ignoring his guards as they took a menacing step forward. Your son was beloved by all the nobles of Doan, she said, and the rebels are universally despised. Anyone could have hired the assassin with no knowledge whatsoever that the Jedi would be there. The Syrian's death was an unfortunate accident, not some sinister plot. I fear the Jedi may not be so easily convinced, the king replied. Then let me speak to them. Sarah offered. Send me to Coruscant. I will make them understand that you had no part in this. So we start right where we left off last week. Sarah talking with the king about the situation. Why the Jedi was on Dome. This is where the king stands up and starts to yell. He is questioning her on whether or not she is the one that sent the assassin. Sarah doesn't seem to be the one that set this up. Or at least that's what she tells the king. She explains that she will always honor the House of Dawn. That is what his son would have wanted her to do. He tells her that he didn't like her and his son's marriage because he couldn't find out anything about her past. But he has come to respect how much she loved his son. So he believes she didn't have nothing to do with it. But that isn't going to stop the Jedi from thinking he did. This is when she says she will go to Coruscant on his behalf. She will convince them that he had nothing to do with it. And that's where this part comes to an end. But there's something that just didn't set right with me in this whole thing. And during this whole conversation, Lucia is standing there acting nervous. 
Now, it could have been two things. One, she thinks that the king is going to punish Sarah, or she has something to do with the assassination. But we will have to wait to find out, because we need to get to the quote for this week. And it comes to us from Shimmy Skywalker. She said, you can't stop change any more than you can stop the suns from setting. Now, this is a very strong quote, and it applies to a lot of different situations, but we are going to use it in the context of Star Wars today. There are many fans, including myself, that did not care for the book of Boba Fett. Even after I watched the entire series as a whole, I thought it was just poorly executed. Overall, I gave it a 4 out of 10. There are a lot of fans that even rated it below that, but there is something that we all have to understand. None of this new Star Wars is George Lucas. Disney owns Star Wars now. So everything about our beloved franchise is changing into what Disney wants it to be. And from what I have noticed, they are catering to the younger fans. And if you look at statistics, the younger fans like this new Star Wars, way more than us original fans. But that does not take away from all of us being fans. So we have to treat each other with respect. A true Star Wars fan must honor what it stands for. And Star Wars has always stood for coming together and hope. Change is happening in all aspects of our lives. The world itself is in a constant form of change. We are all going to have to come together if we want to survive these changes. And I know Star Wars is a beacon of light that can bring the whole world to a better place. The sun has set on the past. Now we must look to each other as the future. Okay, enough with all that. Join us tomorrow for the next part of the story. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars in 10. Tune in next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on all major podcast directories. If you enjoyed the show, we would really appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Star Wars in 10 was created by Keen Eye Shed and is distributed by Swaycast Network. This show was produced by Pigfield Media, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Leslie Schneider. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.